the SND Podcast channel, the perfect channel for any style of podcast. We have all different pop culture style podcasts for all of your listening needs. If you would like to start a podcast, you can reach us at sndpodcast at gmail.com. We are always looking for new podcasts to add to our channel, and the topic could be anything you want. So contact us now. Welcome to episode 327 of the S&D Podcast Show. The boys are back. What is up, gentlemen? Nothing. The Mets can't score a run against the Reds, and it's driving me really mad. Yeah, but the Yankees lost to the Pirates, so doesn't it, it makes us feel a little bit better about everything. No, nah, really Last night doesn't. was the night that you wasted three hours of your life, and you know you're never going to come back. Last night was frustrating, yes. Well, tonight's just as frustrating. So far, yeah. Um, that guy's got a great mustache. I'm blaming Tadzio. We're just gonna go right out there and blame Tadzio. Like, let's just let's just blame yeah. Tadzio. Yeah. I blame the fact that the team's just not very good. I'm blaming Tadzio. Anyway, before we get into the what is of New York baseball, uh, basketball has been interesting the first week and change of free agency. Um, Last time we talked, I think Kyrie was opting in, or he wasn't opting in. It's hard to exactly remember. <laughs> Pinpoint exactly where exactly we were. Exactly where time. he's been. But <laughs> I think he was uh, opting in. That. Danny, last time we recorded, was Kyrie opting in or opting out at that point? Um, We didn't know double. yet. We didn't know yet. Okay. So he has opted in and <laughs> intends to play for the Nets. But now Durant wants to be traded, so they're looking to trade both of them because if Durant wants out, they want him out. They do. But is it just funny at this though, point just watching this like clusterfuck of... It like... is funny. <laughs> but if the Nets had backbone, they would say, no, you're playing, and we're not getting anybody worthwhile getting back. So, no. It is, like, in the end, if they said to, to, to KD, like, no, we're not trading you. And he just, I don't know. Bitches and moans until. Is he going to show He has to show up, right? Like He, well, has, he, has, he has to show up. Well, that. And he's also 34 years old. So it's not like he's going to want to waste another year of his career after missing a whole season two years ago. He only has the one ring, right? He only won one ring. Two. Two in Golden State? Okay, he, I wasn't sure won, if it was one or two. Yeah, he won back. It, it was the two MVPs, and then he got hurt for the third one. Right, yeah. Okay. Three years there, he won the third one, he got hurt. Okay. So they all got hurt, actually. Um, yeah, I, Clay ACL, him, he was hurt. Yeah. Right. So, if they just said, no, you're not going anywhere, you have to stay here and play, would, Could, would he? I don't know what would happen. My logic to that is... Rudy Gobert got traded from the Utah Jazz to the T-Bulls. For a billion first-round picks. Four first-round draft picks, <laughs> yeah. plus players. Mm-hmm. So what is KD going to get? And so what they, team is crazy enough to do that? So I was thinking about this because, again, this we, we talked about this a couple weeks ago. It's got to be one of those like contract for contract for contract trade type of deals. Right. Right? Because 
he's got to be traded because of his money and all that stuff, right? So, is there a way to make the OKC reunion in Philly come come to come together here? Like, well, Ky- so the Nets are basically looking for as many draft picks as they can get and expiring contracts, right? So figure a bunch of draft picks from the Lakers, a bunch of draft picks from Philly all go to the all go to the Nets. Westbrook and Durant go to Philly and Kyrie goes to LA. I don't know what the money is. Westbrook is valuable only because he's an expiring deal. Right. Yeah, but he's also right. making 40 in the 40s next year. I know. So Yeah, but have... think about it. You put now you're putting the three of them and you have Embiid also in Philly just for the year. Oh, that would end up real well. Well, we know it won't, but we'll finally get what we what could have been in you know if OKC was a city that had money. <laughs> the the one trade that I saw, kind of going back to what Danny said about the Gobert trade, the one trade that I saw that I thought made a decent amount of sense was the Pelicans, and I think they would be giving them Brandon Ingram, uh, somebody else I don't know, and it was like five first because they have right. Some picks and, from the Lakers and some picks from the Bucks, so it would be like so. so three, this is the total Gobert trade. It would be like way. three years in a row of picks. Yeah, see, that's an insane. And like Gobert is a good big man, and he's a solid player, but to get all of that is Pat Bev. See, now the question becomes: If this is what you got for him, that's five first-round picks and a swap. Because right. it was the guy they drafted. Right. So technically, the option of six. <laughs> One, two, three, four, five. Right. And then on top of it, like, the Jazz, like, and the Knicks kind of, you know, you're thinking of falling. There's a run. Yeah. All right, baby. All right. Um, Tomas Nito. My until guy. they find out that bar- the guy. bat is corked. And, uh... Love it. I would love his bat to be corked. <laughs> I, I would rather watch him suck every day than James McCann. Yeah, you're right. Um, Like, if that's what you got for a guy who started the end of sports because of the first athlete in America to get COVID, basically, if you think about it, because wasn't, he was the first, like, Official pro athlete, yeah. Pro athlete with COVID in America that stopped the sport, so it all went downhill once he got it. Um, the, what, the what's the asking at... price for for Mitchell? Um, so that's the thing, <laughs> a lot more. And exactly. Which the Knicks have the draft picks, but the Knicks don't have the players to give up. I do like. The... I do like. They came out and said, "Like we hear you, but, but like no you want to be competitive, we could get him, but." You're not going to see any competitiveness right, out of us for years. It's basically going to be. They have the players. They just they would stink without. Like they have to. Well, yeah, you figure yeah. you're going to have to give up the package of the long lines of quickly top in, um, Grimes. You maybe R.J. Barrett, which you probably right, wouldn't yeah. do. R.J.'s the one you, but like realistically, that's who they want. Yeah, and, and you're like, all right, fine. What are you going to do? Like, that's what they need like... is Sandy Alderson to call them up like he did with Toronto and be like, we're going to give you the, who are the catchers that he... Josh Tolley right. and Mike Nikias. <laughs> along with, yeah. So... Along with a, a, a 45-year-old pitcher who just won a Cy Young, who probably is only going to pitch for three months for you. It was a hell of a trade. <laughs> no, he pitched there. He was there for a couple of years. 
Oh, really? No. Yeah, he stuck around for a few years. It, it's but, such but a still, pipe it was, dream. It was a, at the time, it was a trade rate. It's <laughs> unfortunately <laughs> such a pipe dream with the Knicks that it would be so good. But, but the other key is like the NBA is such a if you want out, just start bitching and you're going to get out. Right. Right. And he's like, already and he came out today and he's like, I have no idea what's happening with my team. What is like what what are we who, doing? Who did Mitchell? And like Mitchell. People okay. on the Twitter are like, Oh my god, he was hanging out with quickly. Like, no shit, man. He's They're in New cool. York. Who's what's he gonna do? He, he lives in Westchester. He grew up in Westchester. He's sure. making it wildly obvious that he wants to come to the Knicks. Like it's not yeah. a but I'm sure they're working out together. The right. other rumor I liked, which would be it's fun. It's like watching LeBron and Kobe back in the day in a gym together, and everyone's like, oh, LeBron's going to leave Cleveland to go to L.A. Like, <laughs> But he would be – again, I'm not as big of a Nick fan. He would be by himself if they – or it would be him Basically, and RJ if they could keep RJ. Basically. If they, right. they would end up keep – you could argue that they should be able to keep at least one of either – or. Quickly, Toppin or RJ, one at of them would have to stay. With the amount Are... of draft picks we have, it should be. It should be at least one of them can stay. We at have eleven point... draft picks in the next five or seven years. And if... how many of them are actually Nick picks? If you get a number one scorer player are you hoping for this julius randall re- renaissance at that point i'm just saying i would hope that he's part of the drill like hey listen i don't know what the money yeah, would well, be whatever <laughs> right but, obviously well he would have to match the money that would be the reason why he's in it okay you would think see that's why it's not realistic who wants who wants him yeah it's if more realistic up, to see uh, julius up. randall back to la to, and us getting westbrook with eight hits and two runs I, I, that's that's my opinion on that. It's more realistic, in my opinion, that you can see it's, a it's West it's like a Westbrook Julius Randall swap because of the because of the money. I I want to go back to Durant for a second. He's a bitch. They ha- they, there's no they have to trade him because the the result of the end of their season is going to be the same whether they trade him or don't trade him. They're not doing anything if he's just it unhappily. Sucks he has four years left on his contract, so the contract is till he's thirty eight. Right, but he's just going to be unhappy and on your team right. until you trade him. So you have to right. trade it's, him and get something. He's going to – yeah, that's – and so it's either the Suns or the Matt Heat right now. So that – or – Yeah, but the, but they've already said that it, there's no way it's going to be the Suns because they've already right. came out and said it's like it's either Booker is included or you're not getting Durant. Right, right, exactly. And so, you're not trading the star of your team. Exactly. Like – the idea is to get them to play together for a couple of years, and like... I, I, of course, I, I agree. The Laker one is interesting for KD. Yeah, I, I the, it was oh. like a pipe dream one, but I actually think it would be a good idea because the money works. It's the two of him and Kyrie for Westbrook and Anthony Davis because the money would work. But we'll and then that thing, you guys remember doing this back, back. but like. Back in the cool days, the, the NBA trade tracker thing, the NBA trade machine, trade machine, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, of course. So what do we got? We got the Nets. We're trading Durant, right? Right, Durant and Kyrie for Anthony Davis and Russell Westbrook. Oh, we gotta get another. Lakers we got Durant. We got Kyrie, and you said Westbrook and Davis. Yeah. Does it prove it? Try Let's this see. trade. Try this trade. There you go. It's this trade. We're see. in. We're done. That's it. That's a trade. The Nets just went down nine wins, and the Lakers finally made the seventh seed. <laughs> the sixth seed. I mean, I would 
for the just for the sake of insanity, I would love to see Durant and and LeBron on the same team. It would be no, you don't. Hysterical. <laughs> it would be amazing. That would be between the two of them and LeBron. That would be the most. There's only one basketball team in the history of the world. They would be punching each other for the ball. You know what's hilarious? Like these guys all go to the Olympics together and play so well together in the Olympics. But if it comes to like professional basketball, it's like screw all of you guys. I'm <laughs> screw you guys. I want to play with you, but I also don't want to give you the ball. Yeah, I don't. Know. I guess the Olympics, but like, I get it. It's like a country thing, but like, yeah, isn't but... the whole point of playing with your friends in a league? Like, but they could also just show up and like hung over and win the Olympics. I also wonder if like any of them can play goalie because there's gonna be a lot of teams that need Russian goalies this year. To replace these, <laughs> they're all getting we're stuck getting, in Russia. We're getting out. <laughs> Are we done? Igor, that's that's a whole nother fucking story that is just apparently wild. Igor's still here. So the Rangers I don't. I'm here. So is Varlamov. There's conflicting things where that where where Igor is here. Igor is not here. I don't know. We're gonna have to do like so. What's a going rescue. on? I haven't been following. Like a Stranger Thing Hopper's rescue. Right, so that's the, what we need to do. We gotta like Danny. The the beginning Putin the start, is nuts. The start of the story oh, oh, yeah. is the Flyers have a goalie prospect who was playing in the KHL and wanted to leave because his contract was whether his contract was up or not is up for debate. Now you can't leave. Right. Well, Basically, that's the thing. Yeah. There was an agreement between the leagues that if you wanted to get out of your KHL contract, the player has to buy himself out. So he has to physically give the money. the The American team can't give the money. He has to buy himself out. But, but can't again, the NHL them under the door give them the money? I you probably could, but like Sorokin waited the whole time. I don't know what you said. I know Sorokin because we were following Sorokin. Him. Sorokin waited until his thing was over, until the right. deal was over. So and the team approved it too. It's not like the team was like, "Screw you, guy, let's go." The team was like, "Okay, we're just not going to give you your NHL contract until your right. KHL contract." So they're. But the rule, the the CBA basically says, if you're drafted by team, if you choose to stay in the KHL and don't sign an NHL contract, they keep your rights until your KHL contract. Right. So the guy wanted to leave, and then got arrested, and apparently got very sick while he was in prison or detainment or whatever it was, Fun. because he was given injections that he doesn't know what they were. Oh, and, no. <laughs> right, and now he Russia. has been assigned to the Arctic in the military. He's he's now in the Russian military and has been assigned to the Arctic because oh, he didn't – apparently that their claim is, which it, this is where things get, mug, uh, you know, muddy the waters because it's Russia. You have to complete two years of military service. Most It used to be, or most of the time, if you play for – a certain I think the big team is CSKA. If you play for that team, usually they count that as your military service, just playing for the team. But now or you could like buy your way out and you know it's an under the table kind of thing that nobody really knows because it's not official. But apparently they're trying to make an example of this guy and then Kirill Kaprizov from the wild is in this mess and Sorokin's in this mess and it's uh... apparently they're trying to say that all these guys got like Forged their certificates. Yeah, one of them bought a fake. I think it was Kaprizov. But they're saying he bought a fake military ID. Yeah. Um. I, again, 
Well, I guess part of this is is they have a draft, or they're going to have a draft because of their, I don't even want to call it a war, but their invasion. So I, I don't know. But that guy specifically was quite literally abducted and is now, I think, stuck in the Antarctic. I was listening, I forgot whose podcast I was listening to, but apparently Putin has cancer. And the person who was hosting He looks awful. They never full out say that yet. But like. Because that would be all over the news. And then somebody was like, and then I I think it was Dak Shepard. He was like, I've never rooted for cancer so much in my life. (laughs) Like. (laughs) But like. But it's like the one time you got to like root for it. Like you like, all right. Let's go. Let's get this going. Well, get is this... it is it even going to get better? Like, I hope. I mean, I hope. But it, it's still like, like even the players when they were here when it was all starting, they were afraid for their families. Panarin didn't he go like to try and get his family out or something? Something happened with him. Yeah, Panarin had to leave uh, during for like the... two weeks. Yeah, shortened season. He had to leave because of like an he made an Instagram post that was construed as anti-Putin. And there was like threats against him and his family, so he had, I think he had to go back and get them. It's literally sure. we're going back to you have to defect, like you have to they have to be playing in Sweden, and you have to leave and get on a plane. And Listen, we need to call the guy with the peanut butter storage who has the the plane that doesn't work, Vin, from Stranger Things. Oh, uh, what's his name? Uh, the craziest yeah. is the craziest is get them out. Like the Panarin story, like two years ago, well, a year ago, that was crazy too. Right, that's what I'm saying. I don't, you know, I don't remember exactly what it was, but it was he made a post. But he still had to like get his family out of there, and like Ovechkin, I think it was. I know Ovechkin said like, yeah, I already booked my my family out of there. Like he got his whole family. But Ovechkin's been there. He was in a charity soccer event, and then he was at some. Yeah, no, no, no. But he, his family's all in America. But he's also been the league for 15 years. Ovechkin, so he's basically yeah. Basically, call, basically right? he could be an American citizen by now if he really oh, could. calling a catcher interference. But Ovechkin also, like, how was that catcher interference? He literally didn't move. Um, Ovechkin, like, has Putin in his Instagram profile picture right now. Like, he's not. Well, they're BFF. Yeah, they're like, he's, he's not anti Putin or is, I don't know, hasn't come out as anti. It's, it's very confusing. I'm pretty sure he got drunk with Putin when they won the cup. So, if, if, well, that's he, one of the things they said in this, you know, um, off season. The cup isn't allowed to go to Russia. So there's only like I think right because they're like, afraid the cup's going to get stuck over there. There's and... only like two or three Russian guys on the Avalanche, I think, and it's unfortunate for them. It, yeah, they they can't between the travel and the people bringing the cup and all that stuff, it, it's too messy. Apparently. It's too risky to bring it there and kind of be well, even like you're the cup grows with three, like whatever the, the handler guy goes with it. Yeah. It's not going to go to Russia. And then on top of it, they also send it to the wrong address sometimes. Cause apparently they sent it. I mean, it's also getting the absolute shit beat out of it right now. It's been dropped. Like <laughs> it's dropped, times. It got dropped 10 minutes after they picked it up. I know, but it just keeps getting dropped. Like it just, it's yeah, the cup is a mess right now. Well, the, that the, one guy the, almost the, got paralyzed. The, the abs are idiots. <laughs> I, I mean, they're just very, very drunk. <laughs> they got, they, they were drunk before they got handed the cup. That's the scary part they, about they, it. Like this team been. won the cup drunk. They might have been. But, um, but yeah, did you see the story? Uh, they sent the cup to Landeskog, but they sent it to the wrong address. 
So it no, went no. to like his neighbor's house instead of him, and That's he funny. neighbor like opened the door. <laughs> He's like, I don't think this is for me. Whoever the neighbor is knows like the Gabe Landeskog lives next door. I would assume. You would think that he knows it. I mean, you would assume that whoever lives there knows. I mean, if you want to talk a little hockey, I mean, interesting news came out of Pittsburgh today that they're close to Latang contract wise, but they're like nowhere near Malkin. Apparently, apparently Malkin's looking to get paid. Apparently, he hasn't been paid. I he, for what he is, he wasn't getting paid. Like he was making like seven million dollars. He's making less than Sid. And Nine Sid and makes... a half. No, his I... last contract was eight years for seventy-six million dollars. He made nine and a half until the last two seasons. He's making four and a half. But he also got a five million dollars signing bonus in both I'm of them saying, to get to what less is than the cap, cap hit. hit. What is his cap hit? Is the nine and a half every year? Okay, I thought he was in the sevens. Well, then he's crazy, but he's also <laughs> worth it. So I don't nine and a half. It. Yeah, but he's also going to be thirty six. Yeah, but if he's worth it for two years, oh, Yonder has no money to spend anyway, so it doesn't matter. Not yet. Can't even decide on free on restricted free agents if we want to keep no adoption or not. I mean, we're keeping no adoption. Well, that's what Twitter's saying. We're not keeping him because Lou said today that he hasn't made final decisions yet on restricted free agents. I don't think he said that. He said so. He said that they were talking to him because uh, the draft, the NHL draft, is on the seventh and eighth um, in that's Montreal. The, that's tonight when you're listening to us. If you're watching us, it's the next night. If you're re-listening, it's either happened or yeah about to happen thursday night this week um we take shout out pops birthday happy birthday on july happy 7th birthday. shout out pops happy birthday um he said the deadline is monday we've already spoken to the ones where we're qualifying but we have a couple guys that we haven't decided yet in my opinion, that means Dobson's already been spoken to and he's got his qualifying offer. Yeah, the, the qualifying is nonsense for the, him. the qualifying is just if someone wants to pay them a lot of money, a lot more the money. Qualifying than is just keeping the money. If you don't qualify them, they're they are officially free agent, free agents. Not yeah, and also it just agents. and also if they want to be co- if you don't if you qualify them and they end up signing a huge deal, you have the opportunity to either match it or get right. a dra- or then get you, compensation. Then it becomes for it. an offer sheet or whatever. So it's not. Right, so it's not really a big deal. Plus, it's also a bridge just to get you to basically arbitration where you're going to sign an official deal in September. Whatever, it's which we know when it comes to Lou, he's going to right qualify no, Dobson, know... and then and then the day before camp, you'll hear right. about it. We won't know how much money Noah Dobson makes until like week two of the NFL season, <laughs> right? Because that's that's just what things happen. He cannot throw a goddamn strike right now. The day the day before camp opens, that's when we'll find out that. Uh, Dobson will show up and be like, yeah, I just signed my contract. I got a yeah. thousand years for the same money as Pelican and Pulak. I don't know if he's going to get that much money, but we will see. Um, he should be up there. I think he's going to get like... He could get a four. He's going to get the same years. He could get the same years as them, but in the four to five range instead of the five to six range like they got. I was going to say like three years, three and a half, but yeah, whatever. I can see Lou signing him six years because then you get that. Then you get the three of them together for the, for that. But that's time also up to him. If you like, if you're going to sign a guy like that, who's young to six years, you got to pay a little more money. Right. But also 
also that's a guy he's young enough where you can end up moving that deal too if you're if you're in that right range if you're in that you know four to five range sure but you don't want to trade and him. he's still young you're you're looking at a guy who could be traded very easily you don't want to trade him though well not right now i meant futuristic wise you have Speaking that opportunity of trades baker mayfield oof took that, long enough took long enough for them to finally send them to the place they wanted to send them to okay so right good for the panthers i think it's a interesting that they're saying there's no a nice pitch the Panthers. Remember when, Mike Mis- Remember when we all wanted Mike Mustakis to be a third baseman for the Mets Mike and David Mustakis. couldn't get him. But you know what? When they got, when they would have got him, it would have been good. Right. Because it would. Right been... now would be the time you let him loose. I don't know why he's still on the Reds. He <laughs> that off season when he uh, was a free agent, I think he signed like a two year deal. Yeah, he never got signed till like it, it went until the, the end. Into camp, yeah, yeah. But yeah, we picked Todd Frazier. And I think, I mean, now I have to look. Just remember, Todd Frazier's name made it into the hot, hey, I'm Keith Hernandez video. That's all that matters. He went to the Brewers. The next In case season. you guys didn't see that, it's actually pretty good if you can find the replay of it. I, yeah, I got to find the replay. I DVR'd it. I heard an advertisement on, on, on the band and I. Went on my phone. Yeah, DVR'd I DVR'd it and as well. It was good. I mean, it, it was. It fine. wasn't anything it was, special. It was nothing. I, fi- I, hadn't, I figured. I figured I it's gonna be the new rain delay show, so I know I'm gonna eventually see it. Sure. Yeah. You'll it was it cool to see. I thought his brother. I had never seen his brother, so yes, that was interesting. That that was intriguing, um, to see. So especially hearing stories from his brother is usually a pretty cool moment. <laughs> I think the Mets signed Todd Frazier in 2018 and Mike Moustakas had 28 home runs and drove in 95 runs in 2018. So, right. so he was that year's um, Nelson Cruz for you, huh? Uh, yeah, probably. <laughs> I'm still not over Nelson Cruz. I'll never get over it. Is that because he's still playing and he's calling games for Apple TV? We can pull up no, yeah. We can pull up Nelson Cruz. I mean, we can pull up Nelson Cruz stats. It's just, it's not even close. See, see why still is calling games. On yeah, see why is calling TV. games and Nelson Cruz is playing in. <laughs> and Nelson, and and that's the decision we made. Yeah, that wasn't a bright one. No, it wasn't. But things happen. Um, that was the Wilpon era. We don't talk about those times. The Browns well, today are, are playing the Panthers week one. So yeah. Nice storyline. Bet the house on the Panthers because the Browns aren't going to have Watson may never play for them anyway, so it doesn't matter. I don't. Jacoby Brissett, baby. There was a, a thing. <laughs> can you like, imagine uh... signing? Can you imagine trading all that away for Deshaun Watson and Baker Mayfield just to have Brissett play a full season? <laughs> you know what? They deserve it. <laughs> they do deserve it. Um... That's what you get for giving up the farm for. Just that storylining, you know, not worth it. Because at this rate, the guy is not going to play for two years. Potentially. At least. Two years? Oh, you're saying, you're saying he, 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 he missed last year and he's going to miss this year. 
Yeah, right, um, and that's I'm two reading... years of no contact too. It's not like it's two years where he's practicing. Yeah, he was and... he was a ghost last year. He was not around. He wasn't anywhere. No, yeah, they they didn't put him but on this... the exempt list, but they but this basically is also gave a big him the... big flag for Goodell. Like when this came out, he should have been on the exempt list and just been like, all right, we're gonna put you on the exempt list. Let this play out. We'll get you paid, but. Well, we're gonna keep paid. you out. We're gonna keep you out of the storylines, basically. But he got paid because he was just inactive. He was just the third yeah, quarterback. Wait, no, no, he got paid. But if you're on the exempt list, at least like I don't think Houston could have used that roster spot. Like he wasn't even on. He was on their roster. Yeah, I don't know why. Um, there's internal disciplinary hearing was held to the Browns quarterback. Wasn't it like? This has been going on for like six weeks in a row now. Yeah, but the uh, ruling is supposed to be coming out. It was the last three days they had it. He settled 20 of the 24 lawsuits filed. It was made clear during the hearing that the league is seeking indefinite suspension of at least a year for the quarterback. You imagine, though. Yeah, but also the Browns did the smart thing. That What did they do? They gave It's not him... a smart thing. It's a scumbag. No, no, no. They gave him it's... a con. It's only cost him a million dollars to miss the year. I know. And it's... That's so scummy. It's unbelievable. It is. And, and we're just it just we just let it go. They they structured his two hundred his his fully guaranteed two hundred and forty million dollar contract around the fact that million. he's not gonna play this season. Jacoby Brissett. Or for Amar Amari Cooper. Amari Cooper's on the Browns? Yeah. I knew he got traded. Browns. I forgot where he got traded to. Remind me, I remember. Not oh pick. yeah, nice pitch. Adonis Medina, good job. Um, Funky Cole Medina. It's a real shame that he's going to pitch the next three innings just to be sent back to the minors when, when they pull uh, Bassett when, up. Yeah, when they put Bassett on the thing. That's probably why he's pitching. Going to pitch multiple innings today. Just sorry, that's the way it works. Um, I don't know. Funky Cole Can we talk about because I'm tweeting about it right now? Before we go anywhere. Sure. Most important football news of the day. And that is. Ben. What the F? Is this? No, I don't want to talk about it. I don't <laughs> want to talk about it. Somebody, I found I saw a tweet and that said, uh, like, Rogers to the tattoo artist, I want a tattoo that looks like the way Kyrie Irving speaks. <laughs> Pretty spot on, Ben. That's how, that's how it was described. I mean, what is, I mean, whatever. Tattoos are tattoos. I, I get it. Why are there two lions, though? I don't want. Why are the lighting lions fighting each other? Why and also is he a part of the Illuminati that we don't Vin- know about? Was he on the stage in Doctor Strange that we don't know about? Why do you have the Da Vinci Code horrible? on your forearm now? Like I don't. What is going on? Maybe yeah. Wait. Is that what it is? Is he a sorcerer now? <laughs> um, my other question is: um, Any sorcerer? Is this Orion's belt? Is this Orion's I, belt? I, honestly, <laughs> I think that is Orion's belt at the top of it. I honestly, that, that is what it looks like. Was he watching Men in Black and he was like, you I, know, they talk about Orion's belt. I want that on my arm. <laughs> this is, you know, this is scary. And you know why it's scary? Because 
his new girl is like a witch or something. <laughs> Where so, does he find these people? I don't. I have honestly no idea, but I saw a headline that just said Aaron Rodgers' new girl is a literal witch. And I was like, <laughs> I can't like keep the episode doing of the leak, the Halloween episode of the leak. Yes, it is. I just, I can't keep doing this. I just, just give me Jordan's love and let me be bad in peace. <laughs> just back and forth. All this for one Super Bowl, man. <laughs> Dang, Imagine this tattoo leads to like three more rings in a row right have, now. I have to root <laughs> for Sammy Watkins this season. That's where I'm at right now. Sammy Watkins. Well, maybe if you were a better owner, we wouldn't have this issue. Right. This is all going to be part of the conversation in a couple of weeks, man. It is very. I got to come up with an answer for that one. Because, <laughs> man, I got sent a questionnaire to vote on the board of directors the other day. Woo! <laughs> you promised that we were going to be able to do that together. I don't know where the fuck I put it. Oh, there it is. I think it's over. okay. You're bringing I, that on the show in a couple of weeks. I don't know where it went, but you're going to bring that on the show in a couple of weeks, Finn. That's yeah. going up on the show. I got it's. I got like a stack full of papers here. All right, I'm excited. I don't I'm like know. an owner without being having what to pay the, the stock. where the hell it is is my the title of my car is around this work? here. So here we go. This is what we're kind of talking about. Two weeks from tonight, July twenty. Oh, snacks 20. Is already confirmed that it will be on. Oh great! Oh great! Okay, so we're actually gonna we're changing up a little bit. We we just kind of announced this. We're gonna do our the three of us are in a fantasy football league. So we are actually going to do our draft order, randomized draft order live on the SND podcast. The way we're going to set it up, I figured it out already. I'm going to put the 12 teams listed in or in order of the way they ended the season last year. So the worst team will be the first team, team so one. The last pick. Yeah, so whoever was the best team in the regular season. Well, it's they- a random order. Well, yeah, no, no, no. I meant to set up the, okay. and then we're gonna click the button. So I'm gonna mark it as if reverse order of standings, like if it's the waiver wire, and then we will put the random order. That way, it's live. Nobody can say that we did it wrong, or you know, I clicked the button six times, like you know. Man, you're too paranoid. Because you, you know, half gets the first pick. It's like when Ruxin gets the first pick, and we don't want him to know. Yeah, I don't think anybody's gonna question. Giving anybody the first pick. <laughs> um, so we will do it live on here. No, it's just fun. No, no paranoia. It's just have some fun with it. Plus, it's going to lead us into our official introductory podcast conference to uh, discuss Vin's new ownership. Well, he looks for his questionnaire. We could even I, answer some of these on the it, on It's air. on the, the other table. It's it was in a big envelope. Like I Did said, Frankie just get one out. Oh nope. Oh Pete. That was Pete. Yeah. Pete, three for three. Let's go. So, I, I think I, I see it over there. It's in like a big envelope they sent me. Giddy up, beady up, giddy Okay, up, we're going to bring that on the show in a couple weeks. That's going to be episode 328. Yeah. So that is going to be our next podcast. That should be some fun uh, doing that. Um, if you want to join that podcast, we are going to have some guest spots. Like Danny said, we already have snacks lined up. As usual. If you wait. would like to join us, click the link in our Instagram, Twitter bios, or uh, linktree.com slash SND podcast. Um, I think that's what the full link is, right? Linktree. Linktree.ee slash SND podcast channel. Uh, contact us. You got all of our socials on there. Or, of course, you could email us at SND podcast at gmail.com. Um, hey, Jeff. Um, 
contact us and we will get you on with us. I've actually reached out to our friend in Florida, Mr. Lopez, about joining us. So he's just checking his availability. He doesn't see why not as well as a uh, Patriot slash Buccaneer fan. Question the uh, the Packers. Packers new owner. Yeah, great. <laughs> going to ask you how to get over the hump of uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers this year. <laughs> had your shot. You, you had a whole month of thinking how you could do it without because he wasn't going to play. <laughs> yeah. I, that, I'm still annoyed that he did that. Shout out to Hertz. They made a good commercial of it, though. I don't... I, commercials are weird. I don't like commercials. Like that Stafford commercial with the, the phone with commercial. The AT&T, with the phone? Yeah. It keeps coming up. That still? one's kind of weird. That was March Madness. No, it still yeah, comes up now. Like, it's still yeah, no, up that's what I'm saying. They, they released that in March Madness. Oh, I was about to say. The oh, get a hold my of God. One? Did he no. do it? No, he flew out. You know, it's amazing that he hasn't hit a home run in a year. And yeah. the, the last place was here. Uh, is Votto hurt again? Like, No, he just thinks. Okay. That's sad. He played... Uh, I think he played Monday. Monday. Yeah. Okay. It was weird because, like, even last night I cut the game on and, like, it was the end of the game. It was tied. And they, like, showed his helmet in the dugout. And it was like, there it is. The Vado helmet just waiting and just waiting there for him. Yeah, I don't – he might have – he didn't play yesterday. And today a lefty started, so I guess that's why he didn't play. But I don't know why he didn't start against Max. Talk about a guy that, like, It's just weird. I want to leave Cincinnati. Yeah. Like, <laughs> there are some examples of like, you know, we talked about all the NBA guys wanting to leave. There are plenty of examples of baseball of like guys who should have left. Like Joe Mauer should have left. Mike Trout should have never signed that big ass contract, or should have had an the out second contract. contract. The first one was fine. Whatever, whatever contract. He's yeah, there on should now, have been an out in that contract. Yeah. There should always be outs. Votto probably should have left. Especially, like, the way that the Reds just did to themselves this whole offseason was... Right, they were trading everybody. Yeah, after they were, like, not bad. Um, Here was an interesting baseball factoid that I learned today. So I'm going to ask this question. Where do you guys rank... I asked my dad this question. He said top ten. Nolan Ryan all time. Pitchers or everybody? Pitchers. Oh, without a doubt, top five. Easy top ten, arguably top five? Yeah. Safety I would long, say... The longevity and the strikeouts. The strikeout. Like, what it was some... I forgot what, what it was you know, yesterday, but it was Scherzer. No hitters. Well, that, but I was, there was, like, something about strikeouts, and, like, he blows everybody away. Right. But um, your dad actually saw him pitch, so. Right. I would remember say. He only, remember, he has one World Series ring, and that was his worst year, 69. I don't know. I wouldn't put him top five, but I would say he's top ten. Yeah. It's off the top of my head. Did you guys know he never won a Cy Young Award? That's kind of crazy, right? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty wild. Here you go, Vin. I got his Wikipedia page wide open for you. I, I want to look at his. Fucking stats. I mean, three, 
324 and 292, 319, 5,700 strikeouts. Okay. I want to see the voting is what it is. Okay. <laughs> he finished 8th, 2nd, 3rd, 3rd, 4th, ninth, 5th, and 5th. I, I mean... <laughs> so, this is the way... Because I brought it up to my dad, and this is the way he put it, right? He never played for standout teams in his career. Okay. That was the way he looked at it. And I said, I said, you can say that same thing about the years Jake won his Cy Young. His one is Cy Young's. And then my dad made the point of, now think of the city DeGrom pitches in. Now think well, of the cities Ryan pitched in. That was just a strike. Um, this was interesting. It's interesting that you brought this up because there was a similar Twitter uh, thing I saw yesterday. I don't know what year it was. It was somewhere in the 50s. But like Ted Williams, the, Joe DiMaggio won the MVP and Ted. Oh, we got a frozen Vincent. Frozen Vincent. I don't know what happened. Ted Williams won the MVP, I think he said. Yeah, Joe something DiMaggio. about the 50s with DiMaggio and Ted Williams. <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> Don't know what year he won the. DiMaggio won three AL MVPs 39, 41, 47. Ben's power went out. Ben's power. That's funny. Oh, that was a very well. <laughs> it's going to be a lot like this year with Judge and Otani. I guess would be a good way of saying. Like, obviously, Judge should win MVP, but Otani is just Otani, and that might hurt Judge's chances of winning MVP this year. Just like how, just how Otani won Rookie of the Year with Andujar that year. So. Right. You know. Vin and I went to the game last week. Was it Vin and I? Or who was I talking to? Oh, Dwight, Kayla's boyfriend. If you swap Dom and, and Aguilar, it's the same thing. Because there are people that are arguing like, oh, Dom doesn't play for the Mets. You might as well send him to the Yankees because he'll play. And Aguilar could go to the Mets and he'll play there. It's like, where do you put Aguilar on the Mets? Oh, Andujar. Yeah. Andujar, yeah. Know. It's okay. <laughs> it would it right. be the he's it would the one be they like, sent down that was like a killer a couple years ago, right? Yeah. Yeah, it would be basically a better version of J D Davis, basically the same situation. And Dom, and Dom's not playing for the Yankees. Where is he going to play? No, he's where's he? he's, <laughs> he's coming up. He's to going that. to their triple team just like he's on their triple team. Yeah, exactly. So. All right, while we're waiting to see if he gets his power back. Um, this is the smallest lead they've had as of right now since April for the NL East. And right. yet, you know, two, we Before the it. end of, yeah, before tonight's game, th- uh, Wednesday night's game, it's two and a half. Right. Uh, what's the Braves doing right now? I haven't looked. They just started, I think. Okay. I remember. It's just, they were just, it's they're really up to nothing, insane. bottom of the fifth. They're up to nothing bottom of the fifth. Okay. It's just literally insane, just the heater that they're on right now. And the Mets aren't playing bad. The Mets are playing steadily. 
they could be playing better they could be playing worse so i'm i'm content with how they're playing like this isn't a choke job it's just atlanta was is that hot so and and let's face it when we did we just gotta keep up the pace right and when we did our preview show in march or early april when we did it we said this is the Braves division like at the end of the day they didn't get worse if anything they got better after winning a world series they right. got younger by getting Olsen to play first base. That's a whole different Riley's the... the second coming of Chipper Jones. Right. Like, they're playing well. Got what's-his-name back from his ACL tear from last Acuna. year. Right. Acuna. So, the only one they're missing right now is... Um, Albies. Albies, who's somehow making an all-star team with a broken foot. <laughs> well, it's like Harper, so... It's like the year Panda started in the All Star game because San Francisco stuck oh, the ballot. Oh, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> um, but still, like, we knew going into the year that we weren't expecting to run away with. It's not like the end of fifteen where we knew, like, you felt it in your bones you were going to run away with the division. At no point did you feel like the division was locked in. Locked it's in. Just, for the it just sucks that. It's down to two and a half, even though the Mets are still playing okay baseball. I it's it is what it is. Like I'm not upset about it. It's just like oh that that sucks kind of thing. It's like oh, what are you gonna do kind of thing. But it's just at the end of the day, like oh, damn. Where are the Braves' wild card lines? I would assume they're in it. Right, they're definitely in it. Uh, wild card. The Braves are up four and a half. As the number one seed of the they're the one. Card. The Padres are three or a game and a half behind them. And then Phillies Cardinals are tied, both three games behind the Padres for the second spot, which one of them automatically gets in. Right? It's three wild card teams now. Yeah, it's three because it's two divisions. Three wild cards and the one the main division the biggest No, it's three divisions, three wild cards. Right, but and one the top team gets two a buy. seeds the, the top two seeds get a buy. Oh, the top two are getting a buy. Okay. So it's basically the, the worst of the three plays... divisions plays the three, and then the other two wild cards are gonna play each other. Okay. Right. That makes sense. They should fall into that category no matter what at this point. Yeah, but we we can't be talking about that right now. It's so annoyingly to think about, but hopefully they just keep on pacing with, with this, them and figure it with out. This new setup is it one a one game playoff wild card? No, it's a three best of three, all at the higher seeds ballpark. Okay, so it'll be the best of three. Okay, at the higher seed ballpark. Okay. Remember that the, just the right thing is funny. Remember one point that Mets, Yankees, Angels, Dodgers were all at the top of the division, and now you look at the Angels, yeah. and it's like, <laughs> yeah, the <laughs> Angels became the Angels again. So, like in fifteen, we knew a move had to be made if the Mets were going to get over that hump, right? To get to the playoffs. At this point, we're expecting the playoffs. So, what is there a move? Well, of that course, has there's to be made. 
there's always gonna course. be a move, but is there a move that's like it's so desperate that you have to make it like I sent it in our in our match chat that ESPN had the one guy every team should should either go for or trade away. Right. right? And ours was the cats out of Chicago. Right. Fast close. But what are no. we willing to give up? Contrast. Yeah, Contreras. What are we giving? Honestly, honestly, not enough. I don't want to give up someone for a rental. We did it last year with Javi, so I wouldn't want to go crazy. I definitely want a reliever. I I, I, I know everybody else does too, but we need a reliever of some See, sort. My, my biggest thing with relievers are they're so hit or miss. Like We can get the right. hottest reliever in, in baseball. Right. Which is very the true. The worst but... team, and then it could become the worst reliever in baseball. All I, by one. but the effort has to be there that we we gotta still get an arm. You know, what I mean, um, because right now Drew Smith looks like he is starting he's to get a little tired. Ideally, he's coming back yeah. down to earth. He's coming down to earth, and then the night you don't know what night you're gonna get out of Lugo or um or um out of Vito, the out two of, of them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you don't know which night you're gonna get from either of them, and then you have the Medinas, who's probably gonna get sent down tonight because he's gonna be pitching multiple innings. And who else is there? Um, Rodriguez, Jolie Rodriguez, who's the only lefty, right? He's the lefty pitcher, right? He's the lefty, but when you think about it, and he's the only one. And Vin May and is supposed to come about, back. Vin and I were talking about um, on Friday. As you get healthy, Peterson goes to the bullpen. There's another lefty in the bullpen. Right. McGill goes to the bullpen. There's another arm in the bullpen. So if you make a trade for a bullpen guy, now what are you doing with those guys? You'd have to figure that out. Right. Because now now you're like, all right, if we're going to have Peterson, but we're going to trade for a guy, that takes Rodriguez out, you know? Because you want Peterson because... He can pitch multiple innings if you need him to. Yeah, but we also got to be careful with the usage of him because he's also not used to being in the pen. So he's probably as good as one or two days of the week tops. So you really would have to figure that out, like what they did with Lugo. So it definitely would be interesting. Oh, you just missed that one. Anyway. And I and obviously we need another bat. Hopefully it's Alvarez, or they find a way to. They I find I, th- a way I to... feel like you have to. If you can't just nice nice hit, Luis. Um, if you're if you're gonna bring up Alvarez, though I haven't even looked. Um. I don't even look if he's how he's hitting there. I know he's. I know he was uh, catching well, but I don't know about hitting. Um, doesn't even stats on this thing yet. There you go. Sorry. You there? Yeah, I'm here. Okay. I was looking up Alvarez in the. How he's done so far down there. Oh, that's because this thing literally breaks it up by every player. Stupid. 
Francisco. Alvarez stats. Let's see. See if we can get his stats for Okay, here we go. He's played one game. He's he went three for oh four plate appearances, three at bats, one hit, one for three in his in his one game. Okay. In triple A. The real uh, the real key is hopefully he stays hot. Right, but I also feel like if you're gonna bring someone up at this point that you're not right. trading. Um, it's uh, what's his name? Vientos. The guy's been he had a struggling start, but he's been absolutely destroying the baseball since then. Um, then again, if you're if you're trading anybody, that's your guy you're trading. He's he's the movable guy. Mark Vientos, who is currently batting at 246, but still. 14 homers, 40 RBIs. Again, got off right. to a rough start. So. Um, but that would be it. A bat and an, another reliever. I feel the bat's there. That's the key. I think the bat's right. sitting there in Syracuse waiting to be up here. Um, and I do we don't have that... to use him as catcher every night if he's not ready to catch. Listen, I'm fine is... with... Needle behind the plate or McCann behind the if you're having him as your DH. Right. You know, I don't, you know, I don't mind it. And, you know, I think McCann caught Max yesterday, right? Yeah. Okay. So, again, like, Needle and, and McCann call good games. Right. To a point where it's like, all right, you're my nine hitter. Just go out there. If you get a couple hits, great. If you get on base a couple times, great. Just stop striking out with, you know, the base loaded. Or a key situation like always, right? Um, but still, like, and again, if you mentioned Alvarez, you bring him up here now. You're now he's up here, and now he's becoming even as a DH, he's becoming a part of that conversation of Max going over to the young pitcher and having a conversation. Now Alvarez is over there listening. What kind of advice are you giving these guys that I can take? You know, we right. saw it. We saw it when Max was in Binghamton. The guy just followed each other around, right? And which was cool to see. And with him as well, it's like similar to what Comfort, what we were going through with Comforto in fifteen. We needed a little. We needed a little jolt into the offense, other than yo. And then he did what he needed to do as a rookie and propelled us into a World Series. So can't hurt. Right, and again, because honestly, with Dom Smith and JD Davis every night, we he can literally do the same thing, and you get a little bit more pop. JD and, only and has the advantage advantage of having him here too is that experience he'll have for next year. Exactly, you can either give him the opportunity to make the team or not, and he's going to be a bat that's available to you next year. That's right. the advantage. The other thing is with Viento is he's more similar to a. Uh, Luis Gamare, who can play multiple positions. They've had him playing first base. They've had him playing third base. They've had him playing left field this year. So he's been playing all over the place. So he kind of brings that to the table as an added bonus, in my opinion, than Alvarez. Because now you get the bat. Now you get the three different positions that he can play. Now on top of it, you get his bat plus 
he replaces Dom as your backup first baseman instead of, you know, J.D. Davis going to play there for a game. Right. And again, like you said, he bats he bats 130 just like Dom and basically same thing, but at least you got a nice younger guy. See, if you could get rid of Dom and get a nice reliever out of it, that's a better, that just seems a lot better long run wise. Right. So to kind of flip it over a little bit, the other team in New York, in the Bronx, did they, did Nito just get a hold of one? No. No. The problem is when you play in Cincinnati, everything, everything that hits the bat looks like you got a hold of it. Right. Um, it looks like more of a line drive. Um, in the Bronx, same question. Are we, are you looking to make a move? Is there something that needs to be done? Well, I think you need to figure something out with not having to play Joey Gallo every night. <laughs> Cause he's just the albatross of a, of a player right now. And it's just, would like, that be a move to make? Who wants him? Yeah, but would you maybe the change of scenery, you know, going cross town? Lesser... Absolutely, I wouldn't touch him with the ten foot pole. Huh. I'd rather JD Davis and Dom. Dom Smith. <laughs> ben legitimately just doesn't have power. He just said it's like the power. Oh, wow, went too much out. AC. So I wrote him back, and I'm like, "You're a damn electrician." Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I think the Yankees just have to stay course and just full speed ahead. And then, like I mentioned with the bullpen, the bullpen is still a good, still very good, but you could always add another arm or two. And then, unfortunately, with their starting pitching, they're coming down to earth more. So it's really ultimately, ooh, how are they going to handle that? So they look great offensively. They've slowed down a bit. They're becoming the Bronx Bombers a little bit. It's back to that trend again. Rizzo's been hurt. <coughs> what do they? Rizzo's been kind of hurt, right? What are they up to tonight? I know they're in uh, Pittsburgh again. You know, it was interesting. Someone called into the fan and like, I get it. Teams get days off. The Yankees were off both Memorial Day and Fourth of July this yeah, week. Yeah, it's a little weird. But it is what it is. Especially 4th of July. Isn't that the... Uh, first off, it's Steinbrenner's birthday. So I right. feel like the Yankees should always play just because it's Steinbrenner's birthday. And also, wasn't that the... Uh... I heard it was the Correct. first time in 60 years that the Yankees didn't play on 4th of July. So that that's all you got to know. R- remind me again, was that the, Dim- the Joe DiMaggio day? Was that the day he gave his speech? Great. No, Lou Gehrig. Lou Gehrig. But that was the day, right? I believe so. So still, again, another thing that could be like, you know. Right. So, I don't know. The Yankees are just, that whole division's insane because the top three wild cards are all in the NL East, AL East. So, pretty incredible. The Blue Jays have been playing like trash. Right, but they're still... Red Sox, the Red Sox, or Blue Jays may not even make the playoffs. Blue, Blue Jays are out of the playoffs right now. 
Oh, I thought it was all three. All right. All three Red have 40 so- oh, wins. Oh, no. Okay, yeah, you're right. All three of them are in there. Never mind. Sorry. Red Sox are up a game. Rays and Blue Jays are tied. Guardians are three and a half back. Right. Oh, so since he's not here, and I can tell you, he was telling me on Friday, he saw the, uh, and he was on the way home from work last week. He saw the, uh, Guardians and the Twins, and it was two out in the ninth in Cleveland, and the Twins were up. And he was like, all right, I'm going to live bet the Twins to win this game a couple bucks, right? And Menez had a two-run walk-off home run. Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, never fun. So, first off, this thing I brought up, the, the Cleveland stats, Rosario leads the team in at-bats. Yeah. No, There's Rosario one. and Jimenez have actually been playing pretty well. There he That's- is. I was telling the damn electrician finally figured out how to turn the power back on. I, I, I don't. It happened like probably seven o'clock ish. There was like a surge. It went out for two seconds, and now it just it went out again. I don't. know. I think it's the air. Like today's one of the hotter days of the summer. I guess people just getting their air conditioner going. I don't fucking know. And I want to show you something. I have to show you this because I told Danny about your live bet from last week because we were talking about the playoffs. In the last seven days, this guy has hit one home run. Who is it? Oh. One. He hit the one home run and it cost you money. And it was just me. He's batting 182 in seven days. He's basically had one hit since then. (laughs) Me. Pretty funny. You're welcome, sir. I mean, he's still batting 300. No, he's having a real good season. And Rosario, oh. the power never developed with Rosario. It just never got there. But And Rosario tried to go for the power, too. That was the bigger problem with him. Well, I, now, if, he, if he doesn't now, he's hitting. I think he was hitting like 280 last time I looked. 274. So. Yeah, I mean, that's for a guy who's not going to hit for power, that's fine. Guy who's going to not hit for power, they move, like you said, they move him and his over. So I'm still waiting to find this uh, story that you were trying to tell us, Finn, about uh, somebody winning an MVP and somebody else. Okay, hold we on. We couldn't figure it out. We tried for a second, and we just couldn't figure it out. Because uh, I think you said Mantle won the MVP, but he won them in the 40s, so we couldn't figure it out. No. Let's see if I can find it. Give me one sec. Should be in your history. It was a tweet. I don't know. Here we go. Okay. I'm going to uh, share... Why does it always do this? Depends on what browser you are sharing on. Okay. I'm not going to share it because it's not, it's doing the thing. Ted Williams, this is in 1947, hit uh, 343, had an 1100 OPS, had 32 homers, 114 RBIs. DiMaggio hit 20 homers, 97 RBIs. Uh, 315 had 913 OPS and DiMaggio won the MVP. And it goes back to your dad was saying about the teams he played on. The Yankees were just significantly better than the Red Sox. So they gave it to the guy on the winning team. Right. But also it came back to um, the media. That was really what it came down to, like the markets. Like think about where the craziest thing about it is if you think of Nolan Ryan, Texas, 
and Los Angeles. So it's like it's two markets that aren't right. like tiny markets, but still like those teams were at the time, you know, once every five days you saw him and that was really all you cared about on those teams. He also leads the the world in walks too. So that's part of it. Nolan Ryan? Yeah, well, he that's what happens the... when you throw 200 pitchers a game right. and you pitch every he, five days. He like, has you were allowed most... to pitch. Is that? Goal? Yeah. So he has the most strikeouts ever, the most walks ever. But I guess it's the lowest hits per nine ever. Yeah, lowest. He only gave up 6.6 hits per nine, which I that's very good, I think. He didn't give up homers. I'm going to give you an even crazier statistic right now based on that. So, Nolan Ryan has 2,795 career walks that yeah. he's thrown. Correct. Okay. Steve Carlton is second with 1,803. <laughs> 962 walk difference. But you're right. He threw 5,300 innings in his career, which is not the most. I guess some of the old-timer guys... See, like, even if you look at, like, hitters that walked, like, Barry Bonds, Barry Bonds had less walks in his career than than Nolan Ryan threw. You ever just look at Barry Bonds' stats? And see how ridiculous they are? I mean, it's so much fun. You, so, I asked this question the other day to somebody, because we were talking Keith Hernandez, right? He's getting mm-hmm. retired. Let's talk a little Keith before we end the night. Sure. Great honor. Definitely deserved it. Um, after watching it, you really look back and it's like, all right, he's the guy they brought in to be that vet for the young team. He was the first guy they brought in to be the vet. For the he young was team. the, I mean, yeah, he was like the, the, a star player though at the time. Right. Um, and the drug issues and right. He well, was... Yeah. But that's, that's besides the whole thing. They don't even go into any of that in the, in the SMY. Of course they like go that. into it. Exactly. Like everybody knew about it. They talked a little about him, um, you know, having to give part of his – got him. Yeah, the, I mean, he got traded. Hernandez getting all these calls right. Good for him. He, son of a bitch. <laughs> he got traded because of the drugs. I mean, that's just why he right. got traded. Right. They wouldn't admit it, but the guy wouldn't He was the it, MVP of the that was the other. That was the other cool thing, Danny, by the way. Um, the um, – also, this guy's got a desk. The, the manager of the Reds has a desk in the dugout. Well, they all do. I've seen that before. Buck's got a porch. This guy, this guy has the the music stand that you got in high school that you had to put the music yeah. on in, in the middle of his in the dugout. Yeah, Buck needed a porch, so they built him a porch. <laughs> on City, um, City they had the manager that that coached the Cardinals when he yep. was there. Buddy Herzog. So that was kind of cool to see. He's ancient. Well, he's money. he's dead. That that was an old thing. He's dead. Oh, is he? Oh, it's I didn't so realize. It's so funny. The weirdest thing about Her- Whitey Herzog nice cast, is Pete. how much he talks, about- Keith talks about him, but Whitey absolutely hated him. Yeah, like he, Keith talks glowingly about him. You're right. But, um, but they, he doesn't shut up about him. They yeah. ha- They definitely had one of those like father, father-son relationships. Father-son relationships where we're going to win together, but we're going to hate each other. Very fair. But, um... Wait, is he dead? I could be wrong about this. Yeah, I think he's dead. <laughs> His Wikipedia page only has a born. 
So I guess he's still alive. Oh, he's alive? All right. He's Sorry 90 for... years old. Jesus Christ. Okay. Sorry about that, Whitey. That guy looked a lot older in that SMI than the 90. No, yeah, old. he looked. I assumed that was just an old <laughs> thing. Okay. So, um, so, so, um, so I was talking to Danny Fisher from the Blue and Orange Army. And because um, he watched Keith, his career, right? Okay. And he said he's actually shocked that Keith never got into the Hall of Fame. And he thinks that. Eventually, the legend, he's going to get in with one of those legend votes. Sure. Um, and if you think I of agree. it, if you look at him, he can arguably want one of the top 10 first basemen of all time. Um, The thing about first base is his, his offensive numbers do not compare to the, I mean, the top first baseman of all time. Just because he didn't, I mean, he hit. I'm looking at it right now. He hit 190, 192, uh, 162 home runs over the course of uh, 2,000 games. So, like, it just he wasn't, and you know, he had a 296 average. That's good. 821 OPS. That's good. If you rank that above among first basemen, though, in like history, his offensive stats are not going to be there. But he. It's like he's the Ozzy Smith of first base. Like he just he's was very good offensively, but he was also like the best defensive defender at his position. I think he should be in. According to Bleach Report in two thousand and eight. The top ten again, this is two thousand and eight. So plenty of years since. Uh, Johnny Miz from the 1940s. Frank Chase from the 1900s. Jeff Bagwell at number eight. Mark McGuire, seven. Helpin is six. Paul's five. Dan Brothers from 1890s. Oh, come four. on. This guy has a seven ERA. Fucking light him up. Come on. Greenberg at three. In the 30s. Jamie Foxx. Jimmy Foxx, sorry. 1930s. And Lou Gehrig was a first baseman, so. Are you fucking kidding me? Of course. Danny, this is just what, this is just what happens. Then what's, what's your Met deadline? For the love of God, make this move. Whoever's GMing this team this year. Oh. I don't even know who GMs this team this year. <laughs> Billy Epler. Isn't it Sandy still? Uncle Bill. <laughs> um... Really, Sandy named Billy Epler. It's like it's Sandy Alderson in disguise. I mean, Jesus Christ! Are um, you kidding me? My, I don't know. Danny wants an arm, a, a, another an bat, and a Pen. bat. But I said, I said, bat wise, you have. I don't know if it's going to be Alvarez yet because he he's only hit played in one game in Syracuse so far. He went one for four. Or one for three in four at-bats, so he was on base twice. Sure. Um, Ventos, we, you and I were talking about it. The guy's playing all over the place. I think he's the ideal guy. If you're going to call a guy up, I think he's the ideal call-up because of the fact of he replaces Dom. I, I think he replaces with, JD at this point. I, I think but I, don't, but I think he replaces Dom because he can play the multiple positions. That's really I think you don't call up Alvarez until you give 
Vientos was a, sh- uh, a shot first. Right. He's earned that shot because he's been in AAA all year. And... Yeah. So, I I mean, you want to call him up for the DH spot? Sure. I would, if I had to pick, one of the guys that I've heard that are available, and this is without looking at really any numbers, I like Trey Mancini. Um, I don't really want to trade for one of the catchers. Or for uh, Wilson Contreras. Danny Either well, we we don't want to trade for another borrow guy. Uh, you, I mean, you don't want to trade away the farm well, to get a get a get a guy you're gonna lo- you're letting go at the end of the year, no matter what. Well, this was a point that I made earlier in the season that this is why I wanted them to sign one of the. DH guys that eventually went to the Phillies or somebody because their current like advantage is money. It's not prospects. So even if it's, I mean, if it's Brandon Drury from the Reds right now, I don't think he's going to cost you very much. So that might be the route I go. I might go with a route that's going to cost me the, the least. Like I think wasn't Contreras is going to cost you a little bit. I think Mancini it might not be a free agent, so he might cost you a little bit. Like CJ Crone from the Rockies right now, I don't know. Um, but yeah, they definitely need a bat and a and a bullpen on. As somebody who pitches left-handed, because thank God they got rid of Jason Shreve. That guy was terrible, and Jolie Rodriguez thinks too. So they need a left-handed arm and they need a bat. Thankfully, only Pete's the one showing up tonight. Yeah, Pete. I mean, and now they're going to a lefty. I mean. They're just well, a bunch of creative Jeff, players out in this bullpen. I know Jeff's up, yeah. But Jeff can hit both. Did, right. I agree. I'm trying not to like um, to panic because they are still 18 games over 500 and the Braves just keep winning. But, like, they were never going to just get two out hits for the rest of their lives. Like, they, this offense has to start doing something. Productive. We've known this team for too long, so... No, they would but not do that. Just two franchise out, are way too long. Two out runs in general to me are like turnovers in football. It's like you, if your defense lives on turnovers, you don't have a good defense. Like you just, it's a, it's a lot of luck. It, it's just, you know, you can't rely on Tomas Nito opposite field broken bad hits to, to get you through a season. It's not going to work. And also, and I said it to Danny, and we talked about this. As much as it stinks, we knew like going into the season, we talked about it at the the previous show, like. The division wasn't going to be a walk in the park. We weren't we weren't locking us in the division. It's the Braves' no. division to lose. If anything, the Braves got better after winning the World Series. If you think about it, well, Eddie they got Olsen, Co- bringing they get... back Acuna. I don't know if Olsen makes them better immediately, but, but bringing Acuna, back but Acuna, Acuna, Acuna yeah, come, yeah. You brought back your your, your star player from last yeah. year. They won the World Series without their best player. Right. I think Olsen and... makes them better in the long run, but yeah, I mean, this year Freddie probably still a better player, but. Listen, that whole D, story the, is hilarious too. With, with the with the DH yeah, thing, you end up keeping Freddie. Now you have both of them there. I mean, who knows what kind of run you're going on now? They should have just kept Freddie and not. And, clear, and clearly, they went back to their uh, their machines from Turner Field to make pitchers to become good at that again. So yeah, I hate the Braves. This was Pete's. Pete is four for four for the fourth time in his career. His 
first time since 2020, and his career high is 5 for 5 back in his rookie year. In surprising fashion, oddly enough, in two of his career four-hit games, including tonight so far, Alonzo didn't score in a score a run or drive in a run. Sounds about right. <laughs> so that, that that's all you gotta know about how our offense is playing right now. That's how the offense is going right now. But it's good to see him getting hits. Like he struggled for little. Did he get over that six? Does he have seventy RBIs yet? Hey, he's been hanging on. I haven't seen him get an RBI. And he I've still watched... has 69 RBI. Since he got that RBI, <laughs> he hasn't had an RBI. This, this dude has got a, a 10 nine... <laughs> Come on. Enough already. These but guys hitters suck. are also 2 for 10 when he's coming in. Oh, with... my God. Uh... <laughs> this is this is just. We said it Friday. Us. We said it Friday, Danny. Jeff's going back to Jeff. He's. Vince Farrow went out again. Vince Farrow went out again. Pay your damn bills. Let's just wrap this up. Jeez, pay your damn bills. With that being said, July 20th, we will be back. Uh, If you want to join us, linktree.ee, I think it is, right? Linktree. Linktree. L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash S-N-D podcast channel. Follow us on social media. Hit us up. We will let you join us. Vin's here to say his goodbyes. Remember, it was, it was just out. the internet that time. I don't know what's going on here. Pay your damn electric bill. Or figure out why you can't get your damn electric to work, mister. I'm an electrician. Nope. There he goes again. Now he's just... <laughs> no, just the that time we just left the stream. I, I didn't think bad. I would be this furious at the Mets against the Reds. The Reds. We always struggle against that like crappy team, so you get used to it. Well, positive yeah, notes we didn't just... talk about. Hockey schedule is out. It's almost October, people. Hopefully, all the Russians can get back. Almost so, October. You know. It's only July. <laughs> yeah, let's get the football training camp first. Honestly, let's get the Two hard weeks. knocks first, so I can watch one episode and not care about it. Who's the hard night? Oh, the Lions. Finn, you're excited for the Lions. Danny, just so you know, Vin will be at the Giants-Lions game this year with me. Not looking forward to it. That's, that's the game, Vin? Oh, that's, that's rough. That's it's the, the only game. game. Well, the only one well he had the choice of that one or the Texans, and the Texans he'll be in Green Bay for, so I don't think he's going to be oh. able to make it to the, uh, nope. the Giants. Is that the Jet or the Cowboy game? Cowboy. Cowboy. Nice. Yeah, it's going to be the only way to go. Only Nobody way to go. Wants- the, you know what's surprising? They're actually playing the Jets in Lambeau the week after they play the Giants in London. Fast yeah. Telling me. Yeah, there's no uh, there's no buy. We have eleven hits. Isn't it cra- isn't it crazy how far the league has come? Like yeah, every team to had to have a buy after London for like the first four years. And now it's like, all right, you're just gonna fly there Thursday morning and come back Sunday after and get back to work. I I think they realize that quick. If you go there for just a couple of days, it's not long enough to kind of. Uh, maybe I guess. I I do agree with the uh, the clip, and it's not just him that's been talked about, but two bye weeks would be a lot better. Um. 
two bye weeks. What, ab- what about if you would make the London game, right? And then the following week, because they've been talking about doing the doubleheader Monday night games recently, turning that into a thing where no. both of them get to host the Monday night game the week after or go on the road for a Monday night game. The That'd week be after. incredibly stupid. Just do double bye weeks, put Super Bowl on President's Day weekend. Nope, we're pushing the Super Bowl all the way to March. It's going to play football all year round. Just play the Super Bowl on Saturday, to be completely honest. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it goes late it enough. Start, it starts early enough for not. I know. I mean, you're. It's done by like eleven. It's not terrible, but yeah. But you're like watching it. You're it's intense, for all the like... alcohol and food consumed. It'd be a lot yeah. easier if it was just on a. You're Saturday. an adult. You can make it to work the next. Week. I know, but yeah. look, I Danny, I don't. You don't disagree. drink that much to not go. To I don't, but people do. Well, I know. Well, there it is. We gamble enough now on these games to not want to have to go to work the next day. <laughs> but well, we gamble enough on these games that we have to go to work. <laughs> right, exactly. I have to go. To work. Right, but to I don't want to have to go to work. I'd rather be paid to, to stay home. That's and... why I need to gamble so I can, right. you know, call in Correct. sick the next day and feel good about it because I'm getting paid to be homesick and also I just made tons of money. I mean, it is the the call in sick day, so whatever. Biggest Man. call in sick day of the Shout year. out to Medina. Good luck to you in Syracuse, buddy. He'll be back next week. Don't worry. <laughs> exactly. He'll be back when you know in ten days. It's gonna rain soon. That we're gonna need a we're gonna need a double header somewhere. Don't exactly. we have a double header against Atlanta next week? I don't think so. I no, feel like might... we have a double header coming up. It might be Atlanta. Right, because didn't we miss Atlanta? Maybe oh, no, we we're did. playing. No, Atlanta. that was the no, that was the extra game because of the first week missed. Right, that's what no, I was thinking this week, about. It, it, we do have one no, eventually, but it's this not this week. week. Yeah. Eventually, we because that was one of the series they missed was Atlanta. Yeah, we just have four against the uh, Marlins. It's four against the Marlins at home, three against the Braves on the road, four in Chicago before then the All-Star break. Then yeah. San Diego and the Yankees at home. Great. San Diego. Three against San Diego a day off. Yeah. yeah it's, the both Yankee series are Tuesday, Wednesday, uh, no, the uh, well, Yankee Stadium is Monday, Tuesday. Oh, is it? Okay, whatever. It's midweek. It's, it's during the week, two game series, which I, I don't. That yeah. doesn't make any sense to me. I always liked it oh. better when they did four in a row, two at each place, and they just put them together. Maybe that might happen next year when the uh, everybody plays everybody. I know, but next year because it's everybody only plays everybody next year. That's gonna be I heard. I heard a alignment change. That would be pretty cool. What kind of? What do you I mean? don't know. If it... Like, well, that was like... that was part of the discussion of adding teams. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. That's what that would come. You got to add two teams first off. Right. Half the there's not enough room in baseball as it is. Now you want to add two more teams, even though baseball in Nashville would be pretty cool. Right. You'd have to add like bring Montreal back and then add like Nashville or something. Listen, if you're going to do anything in baseball, can you please, for the love of God, move the A's to Vegas and just call it a day? Well, that's, I mean, yeah, I think <laughs> you're right. Like, like you at just this said. point, move them to Vegas, get out of Oakland. Move the A's to Vegas, move Tampa to Nashville, and just be done with it. If you move them out of Oakland, could we just blow up Oakland because it's just like a useless city at this point? No, I mean, the, the Warriors, Warriors. No, the Warriors are in San Francisco. They built oh, a new right. stadium right in downtown right. San Francisco. You're right, I forgot. Well, then, yeah. That's where all the monkeys go in Planet of the Apes anyway, so what's the point? Oakland? Yeah. Ah, uh, really? I haven't seen I haven't watched that movie in a while. 
The one, uh, the James Franco one was on. Yeah, I'm sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well. well, they're on the bridge, aren't they? At some point. Yeah, they're on the. Golden yeah, the end of the movie, they're on the bridge. Yeah. Wow. And the anyway. other side of the bridge is Oakland. So right, boom. Exactly. There you go. They're all they're all point, nesting in Oakland. They're guarding Oakland. Because for some reason, that's why nobody goes to the baseball games. They're all afraid of the monkeys attacking. Got it. Makes sense now. Those are good movies. I gotta watch them again. Those were good movies. Anyway. Um, I just hope it was just your power that went out tonight and not the Levittown movie theater. Uh, <laughs> not again. I mean, I'm, we're definitely on different power grids, but I don't know how much of the town went out. <laughs> With that being said, July 20th will be our next episode. Again, you want to join us. Link tree link slash the podcast channel. Join us. Uh, click the links to join us. Uh, reach out to us on social media. Shoot us an email, sndpodcast at gmail.com. I've reached out to a bunch of people trying to get some responses uh, to see who can join us. And again, we will be doing our fantasy football draft order because I know everybody wants to watch that anyway. So I'm sure all of our millions and millions of viewers are very excited about that. <laughs> so with that being said, um, for the love of God, at least figure out how to head in New York again this weekend. So it's not like we don't get blown out by the Marlins all weekend. We might. The Marlins have won six in a row at this moment. This guy's thrown almost 50 pitches tonight. Anyway. Good night, everybody. Strike three. Throw strike three. Nope. Careful, Brendan Drury. Well, good night, everybody. See you guys soon.